Hi everyone, welcome to another Wild Runners podcast. It's our um, last one of the year with a guest, so you know it's been an eventful year. Uh, as always, it's myself and Colin. How you doing, bud? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Yourself? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, manned up today and done the intros. Just you know, make you have a nice last few weeks of the year. Oh, that's it, mate. You know, it's you know, it's me does most of the work on Instagram, so I should be able to sit back and just chill out a little bit. See, I don't know how you fit in when you do your long runs like you did today. Mate, so I bit, don't. Bit of a beast to start the day off. Mate, it was late for me. I didn't go out till like nine thirty. Yeah, you must have been at the same sort of time as me. Yeah, I saw oh. you only doing twenty one k. Yeah, well, you know, had to fit it in, didn't I? It's just I mean, math running as well. It wasn't the nicest of weather to do a math run. Yeah, it's not like you got a race or anything coming up, is it? No. Bitch. Yeah, that's it. Just got to hand out, hand out the drinks. Mate, I mean, you are going to be having a list of instructions of what I want when I want it. Yeah. It's going to include cheeseburgers from McDonald's, um, you know, coffee from Costa, beer. Mate, I ain't going nowhere from the venue. <laughs> <laughs> just bring, bring it with you then, mate. I just hope they've got Deliveroo nearby. Yeah, that's it. I want a McDonald's breakfast when I get there. Yeah. Yeah, and say so our last guest of the year is Simone. Um, how are you doing? You all right? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Good. So it's quite it's quite nice to have you on. Um, so for people who don't know, Simone is George's mum, and obviously everyone we link- knows George. <laughs> everyone knows George. He's still out in his shorts as well. Bless him. Yeah. You know he's he's keeping up with Steve. I think Steve's making him wear shorts every day. Yeah. Good lads, good lads. Yeah, it's it's been a great month for this challenge. Um, I'm glad we reached out to each other to to you know put this on. Both had a couple of tough few months leading up to it, and we still managed to get it all tied up just in time. So I'm glad for George as well that you know we've raised quite a bit of money for him, which has helped oh, him smash his no, target we, this year. We're blown away. Um, it was so wonderful when you messaged me and said, "Oh, we've sold," you know their tickets at the start and I was thinking oh like 15 <laughs> you were like no 40 <laughs> I was like oh my god and then uh, to find out I think was it seven is it 72 people that uh, I think it was 79 in the end oh 79 yeah. I mean how amazing is that to think 79 people are taking part and and running boss and miles it's it's incredible it is especially when like people are financially hard up as well at the moment and coming on to Christmas as well um, mm. but that just shows how much like I think people respect George for what he's doing and you know they all want to support and that's that's really good that people are getting behind us and it and it shows um how much of an amazing community that you guys have built because you know they've just all come on board and supported us and really got involved with all the uh, little challenges um and it is it is really it does lift your spirits doesn't it when you go on I mean I can't keep up with (laughs) the amount of tags we're getting um and it's just nice to connect with new friends and um yeah it's been it's been really really lovely it's definitely making the end of the year a bit more magical I think yeah I don't know how Colin's keeping up because I look at the wild runner stories I'm like oh god is that a busy day again today I do them in blocks mate yeah yeah I see them all coming in I'm like (laughs) I'll just do it in a couple of hours and just literally smash my way through it that's the only way I can I can do it I don't do it sort of see one then go on and share it straight away I'll just yeah do it 
Yeah, so they're doing like ten-minute blocks every now and again. Yeah, some people have gone. I got. I would say some people have gone all out, haven't they? They've really gone yeah. to town, especially on the extra challenges we've done during the weeks. It's um, really that's nice. wonderful, isn't it? People can like it's it's for all abilities, all different types of runners. Uh, people have been walking. Um, yeah, I think it's been accessible, hasn't it, to everyone? And then, like you said, with the extra challenges, people that, you know, like doing that sort of thing have really uh, got on board um, and made a real song and dance about it, which is amazing to see. And I think that encourages other people, doesn't it? Um, and hopefully some people have tried something new and maybe found a bit of fun in running as well, because it can get quite serious, can't it, at times? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially if you join up to Strava and you get these local <laughs> legends and crowns come up. I know Colin was going through a stage where he was getting a little bit obsessed mate, with his, up, his Strava segments. Back in, I've been sucked back into it, mate. I'm back using <laughs> Strava, paid membership, mate. It's, it's drag, this challenge has dragged me back into it. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm dragged back in. I got, I got a crown a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. yeah. Are you still your local legend, though? Mate, I've, I've always been a local legend, mate. Silly questions. Of course, I'm a local legend. <laughs> What about on Strava? Uh, on a couple of hills, definitely the amount of times I run them. Yeah. So, but yeah. But no, I think it, just going back to what you said, Simone, about, you know, the wild runners sort of coming together. Yeah, they, I don't know, they've always been like that, haven't they? The whole community, whenever we've done something, particularly when it's a charity thing, they all just get on board, um, make their donations. And obviously it's, it's good for yourself, you know, and George just helps to raise awareness, even if, you know, people haven't signed up, just getting, you know, the whole Rawson George thing out there. If it makes, you know, one person who wasn't aware of it look into it and potentially help them, then it's, yeah, it's, it's worth doing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's so wonderful. And you, you find that a lot of people then reach out to you and uh, people either have family members or children or they themselves. Um, I know there's a lot of people recently that have been getting a lot of late diagnoses in um, later life. So it's it's nice that people can sort of reach out and, and talk to you about their experiences as well. It's really nice to connect with um, that community and learn more because obviously we're sort of in the in the beginning stages of it all with George not having a diagnosis yet. So it's just really nice to connect with other people who are neurodivergent and, you know, hear their story and, and just understand a little bit more um, it's it's really really nice. Hmm. Well, could we go back to the beginning of, of sort of say to to where you started the, the or when I don't know who it was was it yourself or George who came up with the Ross and George page and and just how that and that, the umbrella project just sort of t- take us through you know from the beginning to sort of you know where we are now if you like. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sure. So um. So I've been running for hmm, maybe five or six years. Um. I'm a run leader. I did have my own running group. Um for a couple of years but then when uh we had lockdown we had to sort of close everything down um and then when we sort of came back because a lot of George's um we became aware of a lot of things within lockdown with George it just became sort of more apparent um I don't know if that was the stress of the circumstance or just because I was homeschooling so I was spending so much more time like one-on-one with him um but we started to notice there were a lot of things that he was struggling with. Um, so then when we sort of eased out of lockdown, I was finding it quite hard to uh, juggle everything. So um, I decided to sort of stop doing the run leading for a bit and try and just focus more on supporting George. Um, and yeah, he um, I did Red January, which I know I'm sure a lot of people will be aware of. Um, so I was running every day 
and um, George joined me on a couple of them, I think. Um, if I can try and get them out, I will. <laughs> um, and I just kept thinking if running can help me to process what, you know, the stresses and just everyday life things that we all go through, um, maybe it can help George. and Maybe we can do it in a way that's fun and in a way that feels comfortable to him. Um, and just to show him that it's not all about you know, running really fast or, or racing or, or any of the sort of things that you tend to think running's about. Like it can be whatever you need it to be. Um, so in May, um, sorry, in April, um, I said, oh, do you fancy doing a challenge? And I found um, We Run Bright, the lovely Gavin Vic, and they had the dinosaur T-shirt. So I sort of used it as a way to coax George out um, and I found a dinosaur medal. So I said, let's do a virtual challenge and we'll, we'll run some miles and, and see how we go. And um, it was difficult, you know, he just, he didn't want to run every day, um, but he wanted to do, I think it was 20 miles, I think he did. Um, and it was at, at the start, it, George likes routine. He likes doing the same thing at the same time. So we'd have to go at the same time every day. We would do the same route, wear the same clothes. You know, it was very sort of regimented so we knew what to expect um but it just really helped him um and I think it just allowed him that outlet um and I just saw a sort of a bit of a change in him really he wasn't he likes being on his own he likes being in his room he likes being on his electronics and that's all fine because that's what helps him that quiet time um but it was nice to get him outside and to encourage him that was really, really lovely. So um, once we did that, he sort of got a bit of a taste of it. And then I sort of suggested, well, maybe because he's on a neurodevelopmental waiting list. Um, and if people don't know much about them, they're quite a long wait, um, two to three years, possibly longer now with, with the impact of COVID. Um, so we just sort of thought, what could we do that will help George understand more? about what he's going through, connect with more people, but then also something positive where we can support others that might be going through the same thing. And we just sort of stumbled across the Umbrella Project, um, which is by the ADHD Foundation. So it's um, a really colourful, beautiful umbrella display that the schools get. And that's meant to be a visual representation of us all being different. Um, it's all about celebrating and empowering um, children with neurodiversity, giving them a space. Um, and then alongside that, the sort of quite important part is that the teachers get training um, and then they get lots of resources for parents, um, all the other children in the school so that they can help understand as well. So we just thought, shall we fundraise um, and get it for George's school? Um, and before we had even started <laughs> within the weekend, he'd nearly got enough for his school um, because we'd sort of just told family and friends. Um, and then with that, I thought, well, let's sort of start up the Instagram page. I think I might have started that at the very beginning of the challenge, um, just to sort of share his story, really, um, and connect with other people. And then it just has spiralled. Um, so many people have been incredibly kind and supportive. Um, and, yeah, so we just thought, well, Maybe we should keep going. Um, and yeah, we've got enough for 10. Thanks to you guys. We've now got enough for 10 schools, which is just incredible because it's £350 per school. So it's a lot of money. Um, and yeah, 
it, it's been it's been hard at times and it's been frustrating at times and we've had months where we haven't been able to get out as much as we want um and then we've had months where george has been on a complete roll but it, it's been wonderful and um such a nice way to to raise awareness and the running community is amazing um and to just be able to show other people how running can help and how if you do it in your own way like george really loves running through the woods he likes jumping climbing we walk and we run we're not like constantly running um it's quite adventurous and he's exploring and i think it's just about having fun and having that time together as well yeah i realize i've talked a lot now does george sound like an obstacle horse racer to you yes like definitely 100 percent. yeah yep. sign him up sign him up yep. to a kid's farm race <laughs> get, him, get him in there he'll love it he'll love it <laughs> so obviously i mean Thank you for the kind words you said, but it's really it's, it's down to yourself and George, you know, for the 10 schools, you know, thank you very much for the kind words, but full credit has got to go to you guys, not, you know, not us. Um, but I mean, 10, so did, did you start the page at the start of 2021? Was that, am I no, um, no, this year. Wow, so you've raised three and a half thousand pounds just this year alone for 10, 10 schools? Yes, yeah, since since May. Jesus, wow. Yeah, see, that's well incredible. Done. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. I think we've got a bit more than that actually. When, when we add it all up, which will be exciting. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't. I mean, people obviously are aware of it. You know, just how supportive they are. But it is it from a parent's point of view. Obviously, people that don't know, uh, I'm ninety nine percent certain my my eldest has got ADHD and he's on the waiting list for it. And it is so stressful from a parent's point of view just to try and how are you how you parent them because you can't parent them parent them how we were all parented you know um and also i think how you think about it you can't just think like you know that i hate it when people go i've oh, got adhd or you know any sort of you know neurodivergent thing and people are that oh, they're not normal it's like well what is normal mm-hmm. there, there, there is no normal you know so their brains just work a little bit, a bit different and have you ever heard of a comedian called dapper laughs no I mean, he's quite controversial, so maybe don't go looking him up. But he's he's recently been diagnosed with with ADHD. And the thing that really sort of made me realise that Oscar could have it was he was just on Instagram doing a QA and a and someone said, you know, how is it? How are you getting on with the ADHD? And he just said, I'm treating it like a superpower, mate. He's like, my brain works so fast. Like, I can can think of so much stuff so quickly. And from a comedy, that's brilliant. And he's like, so... He literally is a superpower. There was a lot more profanity in it, which I'm not going to, no, I'm, I'm not going to repeat. And just hearing that, I was like, that's Oscar. His, his brain works so quickly and the emotions mm. that he's, it's a roller coaster in, in their heads, mm. isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. you know, and obviously we're lucky because his school are quite clued up about it. So they're doing lots of extra things to try and help him. But I know my nephew's school, they're, they're awful for things like that, which is absolutely terrible. Um, so I think if you, there's 10 schools now that are getting some help through this project. So it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's just it's just giving people a chance to sort of learn and understand a bit more about it, isn't it? And it's really helped me, like you were saying, as a parent, understand it more, um, learn how to manage it a bit better. Um, with George, he has a lot, he gets sensory overload. So like strong smells, loud noises, um, clothes. He finds clothes so hard. Um, I know I'm, shout- I'm shouting out to We Run Bright again, but I mean, his whole wardrobe <laughs> is all their T-shirts now because, and he just wears them all the time because they obviously feel nice on his skin. Um, 
and it's and then he can obviously have what we call a rolsome rage and uh, we don't like to use the word tantrum or anything sort of negative yeah. we thought let's make it burn and uh we can have a laugh about it afterwards but it, it's just a build-up um and he doesn't always know how to to manage that so being able to get outside having that time for me and him um to be able to talk about things that maybe are quite difficult um for him to talk about as it, it's just giving us that space together and giving him that that space and hopefully showing him that even just a little bit of fresh air can can just help your mindset can't it and sort yeah. of reset uh if things get a bit too much um which i'm sure anyone listening who runs will know exactly what i mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think anyone who runs regularly knows uh, how good it is for for your mental health. You know, um, it probably got ninety nine percent of people who run through the lockdowns. To be fair, I know, I know it did me. It, you know, it's it is so important, and like you said, it just releases those endorphins, doesn't it? You know, just, mm. uh, that that feel good, get some fresh air, you know, move about a little bit. And I think for you know, I'm going to keep saying ADHD, ADHD obviously, you know, because. Um, with, with Oscar, it, it's such a good. He's got so much energy. He is literally like a Duracell battery, and sometimes it's got to come out. I mean, Jesus, Dan, you've seen him. Ain't I've it? seen it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's wired, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is great. You know, and you know, he loves physical stuff. He comes in the gym with me. He's like doing. He, he deadlifted a twenty kilogram kettlebell the other day. He's five, <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, don't let your mum catch you doing that. Um, oh. So, yeah, and just doing any form of exercise, I think, particularly for young children, is so important, you know, regardless if, you know, you know neurodivergent or anything like that, I think doing exercise with kids is such an important thing we should be doing in our society. Mm, definitely. What about you, Dan? Do your kids like uh, Well, my, my boy's only two, so, I mean... He already runs faster than Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I started walking about six months ago, but Jesus, do we know it now? It's like he is literally on the go. I was saying to Colin before I come on, I was I was late at setting this up tonight because he normally goes to bed about seven. But like tonight, he was just laying there, and I was in in the chair with him, but he was just talking, babbling away. I'm like, Jesus boy, he's just going to sleep. You know, room's pitch black, and all he's talking about is cars still. Yeah, but yeah, he so. just loves being out out and about, which is what I really like. He's he wants to be out walking. So even if we go to the shops or shopping, he'll want to walk all the time, which is really nice. And that's something I hope he does keep up. You know, I keep keep seeing a lot of youngsters on like tablets and stuff. And a little boy, he wants to be on the phone now already. You know, he mm-hmm. loves watching videos on the phone. And it's like, I try not to let him, but I can see why people allow it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just, it gets them, you know, it gets you five minutes to yourself, which, you know, we all need from time to time. You know, yeah. it can get a little bit, a little bit much. So yeah, also I from sorry, I don't mean no, to interrupt right. you, that's but right. from from a parenting George, um, we've sort of learned, and I'm not, I'm not saying that you're being judgmental, Dan, at all, um, but that idea of you know sitting your kid in front of a tablet, actually, George needs that to regulate, and that's his yeah, downtime. That's his like so, outlet. Yeah, so he, sometimes he just needs to be in his room on his own with his tablet it's not demanding anything of him it's not asking anything of him and it just helps him to calm down but before I understood that if we went to say like a restaurant or somewhere like that where he wasn't comfortable and we would get the tablet out I was so um you know I can't think of the word just 
nervous that people were judge, yeah, judging yeah. And, and, you know, whereas now I think because I understand that he needs it, I, it doesn't bother me. Um, yeah. But equally, like you said, that's why I've been quite um, encouraging, we shall say, <laughs> George would say, pushy maybe, <laughs> in getting him outside as well, because obviously it is really important to have that balance, isn't it? And to to get outside and get that fresh air and have that break as well. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to add that in. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's you know, everyone has their own little escape, you know, like adults, you know, you, we all do different things. Don't we? like, I go, a bit like Colin, I go out for a run. Some people go to the pub. Some people, you know, we all have our little thing that we go to that makes us feel better. Mm. And, and yeah, so, I mean, I've been with you everyone Colin and um Oscar's had his iPad when we've been out for yeah. meals and stuff um I don't think people judge anymore because it's you know so many people are out there like that aren't they and to be honest I'd, I'd rather that than have a kid screaming shouting running around <laughs> yeah yeah definitely the thing is though with the the iPad or or the phone we uh, we've because we were letting Oscar have it way too much. You're talking like he could be on it for hours sometimes. And we've kind of started limiting it the last few months off to like, mm. you know, maybe like an hour in the morning or an hour in the afternoon. But we'll time it when we can see he's getting all like, uh, but you can you can, you can can tell because he's just blah, 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 blah. But it's just, just sounds bad, won't shut up, you know. And and it's, I don't a know. Of, it's a lot of stimulation, isn't it? So it is. yeah. he's got ADHD and he's, um yeah, quite on it all the time that's gonna fill his brain with even more things yeah, isn't that constant is. um taking in information isn't it yeah the thing is though i mean he, he only ever goes on youtube kids that's what he goes on but he loves the um like natural world things and honestly you ask him it'll come up and you say dinosaurs i mean jesus christ the <laughs> knowledge that kid has about i mean he could be he, he could be lying for all i know you know i'm not telling him from this um but he's going to going that's a uh something something off all of us or and that's a something something at raptor or you know he's actually coming out with everything and he absorbs his stuff and he, he remembers it Mm-hmm. The point I was saying was we kind of we can see when he's just playing normally and you know obviously getting all worked up we might not be ready to go out somewhere so we're like look do you want your iPads right now mate then he's like yeah okay we'll put the timer on when the timer goes off come over and get us put it on charge and then gives him that sort of chill time because he'll just sit there and chill and watch it he's normally in, in the living room on the dining room table watching it but then he gives us an hour to get ready sort Isaac out jump in the shower mm-hmm. you know, just little things like that so think you can use them as a tool but in the restaurants yeah mate just do it right yeah because you, you're on the bottom with chrome right you know, where we gave it to them um, yeah i think we've done it after the um duxford as well yeah so whenever we meet up with dan and his partner we all it's always an outdoorsy sort of day and you know it's either a race so oscar's been running around he's 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 hyped up or we went crabbing which was right up the street and he yeah he's just you know brain's going a million miles an hour we're trying to sit down and have dinner so like yeah have the phone for uh, 20 minutes before your dinner gets here just chill out and then it is dinner so you can use it as a tool i think yeah and and pokemon go that definitely gets them out and my too yeah he's he's (laughs) we're doing pokemon go yeah well you can go anywhere it's brilliant they don't realize how far they're walking oh blimey yeah he's he's started watching pokemon on netflix sometimes i i don't get it i'll 
don't understand Pokemon at all. So but he seems to be going back to dinosaurs now. He just oh. chose a, the biggest Indominus Rex going at Smith's today with his Christmas Oh, oh yeah. Suzzle, he has to pick the one that makes the most noise as well. So it was a great drive home coming back with this thing roaring behind me. So I'm assuming George is mad for dinosaurs as well, the whole... Yes, absolutely yeah. mad for dinosaurs. Um, like you said, he knows all the facts. Um, he It was really funny because his older brother Oscar is, is very like me. He's quite sensitive and a real empath. Um, and George is quite black and white. And um, I think, I can't remember what, Oscar was a bit upset about something and George sort of said, but Oscar, I've got so much in my brain about dinosaurs that I don't always have room for all your feelings. <laughs> he didn't mean it in a hard way he just meant like you know he and he has he's like a, like you said a walking dictionary um but it's like other things that he then needs to learn um to sort of understand and, and read and but that's what's great about uh learning more about being neurodivergent and meeting more people and finding ways to to sort of help him um manage those interactions and be a bit more conscious of of oscar's feelings when it might not always be at the forefront you know but it's um it's really interesting, like you said, just learning how his brain works that little bit differently. Yeah, and I'm starting to think I I think more of us uh, would probably I, I I think I if I was tested I'd probably have some form of ADHD because I like routine you know and things like that. I, I'm very Jesus. There is no grey area with me. I am black or white. You know, this is the cheat. You know, I'm sure Dan will can probably think of quite a few instances where we've been having conversations. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. that's you know, <laughs> end of. There's no, there, there is no grey area, um, which I don't think is a bad thing. You know, um, people know where they stand. Um, but oh, I was going to say, something. so just going back to the um, umbrella project, Simone. Sort of, yes. How obviously you said they get this big umbrella to obviously show the, um, you know, that everyone sort of is the same even though they are sort of different I'm, I'm getting from that but what sort of support do the schools and parents get through that through that project so this so the teachers get two training webinars um and then the school gets um resources for for classrooms for assemblies um just to sort of help i know when so so georgia's school got the project this year because obviously we that was our intention at the very beginning. Um, and luckily they were able to send the umbrella project to George's school because they have a cut off. Um, so that's why all the other schools will be getting it next year. But then it was really nice because we were obviously able to see what, what the teachers got, um, what the class, you know, how the teachers shared that with the classroom. It was really lovely in George's classroom. They sort of said that George could chip in or... Um, add anything if he wanted to he's quite quiet so he didn't um but it was just nice to i think just just help people understand a little bit more um and just be more accepting and just be kinder really i mean it's 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 just about not judging isn't it and understanding that people might react differently to certain things so things like with george um going back to his sensory things he loves his hat he has that on all the time um and school are really good now they actually let him wear it in school whereas before he used to have to take that off and it was really difficult for him to do because it's sort of his safety blanket um and now everyone just knows him because of this hat and you can spot him anywhere. Um, and I don't know what we're going to do when he grows out of it. Uh, don't ask me that. I haven't got a plan for that. But um, yeah, and um, he's got the the um, the headphones um, to help 
block out sort of extra noise, which he wears at school now. Um, yeah, and it's just helped, I think, even allowing him to talk to his friends a little bit about it. It's just given him um, the, the sort of language and, and the teachers being able to talk about it. It's just enabled him to to express himself a bit more, I think, and, mm. and hopefully other children in the class as well. Yeah, I think the making the children aware of it and understand the the other children aware and understand it is so important because I mean kids can be horrible little yeah. sometimes, So you know, I think that from again from a parent's point of view, that must be a weight off your your mind that you know the children are sort of aware of it, are going to be kind about it, not sort of. I mean, they may well do so. You know, that kids kids are kids. So, you know, they're not yeah. angels. Um, yeah. But, you know, at least there's that understanding from them there about it. And even yeah. school allowing him to have his hat on, you know. Yeah. Helps, it helps him learn. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, I know. That's, yeah. That <laughs> it's, um, I get quite passionate about it, but I just yeah. think, what does it matter, really? I, you know, yeah. but yeah, we'll go on to that, Colin. <laughs> I get on my rant. Um, <laughs> go but... for it. Go for it. If you want, that's fine. <laughs> you know? But I think uh, what's what's been sort of, funny about this as well is he sort of become this little celebrity in school because he, he got because he, he's got this umbrella installation everybody sort of knows who he is now and even all the teachers know that maybe he didn't teach him and I think that's helped as well because mm. there's just a bit more understanding you know um nobody's saying like oh you need to take that half you know if they didn't know or it's it's just sort of made everybody aware without him having to sort of say anything and yeah. yeah and he's really proud of it and um I mean this whole like be more raw something just sort of came from that and it, it's just nice because like you said it can apply to everyone and anyone um and actually it's just about celebrating who you are isn't it we've all got little quirks we've all got things yeah. we like that we don't like um and it's just nice to have that message to just celebrate who you are and with the running community, what's so lovely is that everybody's so encouraging and kind of each other. Um, honestly, I've been blown away by that online. It's it's been wonderful. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's there's always something if you're a regular runner. There's there's some like I said during the message the other day. Yeah, you know I don't know how you do it. I'm not right in the head. So there's you know that is literally what I probably, you know shouldn't joke about it. But yeah, it's just there is that sort of aspect of it. You know, particularly when you go. You know, down the sort of the ultra sort of stuff. There is something there that people can tap into, and it's a lot of it's mental. Mm. You know, running marathons and even half marathons for some people. You know, getting off the sofa to start. There's there's such a mental side to it. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like it's that belief in yourself, isn't it? And knowing that you can do it, and obviously that that sense of achievement when you do do it. And it's even like with George getting you know deciding oh actually I want to get to 200 miles by the end of the year um we didn't even like <laughs> we were struggling with one mile when we started so to just think we're and now he's telling me like we need to go out more maybe not when it was snowing he was getting a bit cold but he's saying to me oh can we go out for a Robson mile and I, I really like doing my Robson miles and that that's just um incredible um and that makes me feel really good to know that he's found something that can that can help him feel good about himself uh, that's brilliant uh, has he has he done his 200 miles no we're on uh we've got 17 left oh you, you've got this in the bag george you've got it in the yeah bag, i know we're gonna try we have walked uh, the sort of over the weekend he's done a lot of walking so i said he could count that um but most of them he has ran um and 
yeah, he's worked really hard, actually. Um, I'm wondering if we can maybe, if we keep going, we could do like 365 or something for the year, <laughs> if yeah. we could get to May. But um, we've got lots of exciting sort of ideas for next year. So we would like to sort of carry on sharing his story and, and continuing to build up the Rawson Runners, um, which is his little like running community now, like your wild runner community. Um, yeah, so I think there'll be lots more going on next year, but um, it's it's been amazing to to reach 10 schools because I, I didn't think we were going to get enough for one school. I thought that was going to be a challenge in itself. Um, and to have people donating who don't know you, you know, and, and writing these lovely messages to you um, and people saying how George is inspiring them and, and helping them is is really like wonderful as a parent it's it's really really nice i don't think george fully understands it yet but um yeah it's 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 he, really lovely he, he will but maybe not mm. i mean the, the whole is he, if you don't mind me asking. he's 11 he's just turned 11 yeah so he will do give it another year or so he'll definitely realize like my little superhero is yeah 100 this is um when the internet's a good thing isn't it yeah mm. this is when you get stuff you know there's so many bad things out there but then you get times like this where it's so useful and um does george sit there and watch the stories and stuff do you show him what's going he on does, and... yeah yeah so i manage it all for him and um, he he does have access to it on his on his phone as well so we can have a look at things and um especially when people do a lot of dinosaur things i will definitely <laughs> yeah. make sure i show him um but yeah he does he does love it all um he's quite shy in himself so i try and sort of respond to people on his behalf um and i always have to say it's simone george's mom um but yeah he loves it he um he really does um he made me laugh because he said when we first started that if he got to a thousand followers he was going to reveal his hair yeah <laughs> i think he might have changed his mind now because <laughs> it's getting close and nobody's seen that hair in a long time <laughs> but um but yeah i think it's it's just lovely to, to have that support and I think it just builds him up and and hopefully has helped a lot of other people and I've seen people you know getting involved with their families as well which is really nice and their kids and um yeah it's it's been lovely to watch it sort of grow brilliant and the thing that I'm quite shocked by is is in the grand scheme of things it's only 350 pounds to educate school and help the school it shouldn't be down to charities to be doing this this should be coming from our tax money yeah I get that's my 100 percent that is my view you know you might have a piss of a wall um it should be sorry i keep thinking you're i keep forgetting your children might might come into the room oh no no it's sorry. okay no, 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 Colin, don't worry. they're not they're upstairs um okay <laughs> no not at all um, um yeah and it's do you know what it's interesting because i've reached out to a lot of schools and not all schools have replied um which is very frustrating when you are giving them this free resource that can help hundreds of children. Um, but then I think you find the ones that get on board are the teachers who either have children or they know or brothers or sisters or family members that are neurodivergent. So they have that connection already with it and they know the importance of sharing it um, with young, with young, you know, when children are a bit younger, because obviously the quicker um they can get diagnosed it's obviously going to help a lot more in the long run because we have the issue now with George that he's in year six so he's going to be going into secondary without the diagnosis um and trying to get support in place is is, is quite difficult 
mm. when you haven't got that label, even though the label doesn't really make a difference to us as to how we see him. It, it's just the support that we can get access to. That's that's yeah. very frustrating. Um, yeah, so I think to get it into primary schools and to help even parents, you know, they might think, oh, actually, I think my child might, you know, have a bit of neurodiversity in them. So it's, it's like you said, it's just making people a bit more knowledgeable and a bit more aware and, and that might help them in the long run, especially, I mean, the transition in secondary school is, is such a big change. So it's, it can be really difficult for a lot of children who like routine, you know, who struggle with change. George is very much, I, I know it's going to be a really difficult transition for him. Um, but just knowing more, understanding more about about him will hopefully enable us to make it as smooth as possible. Um, so I think that's really important. I think to share his Instagram page just to show what he's done and you know, mm. that'll, be, that'll give you an insight into, you know, what your hero is. Definitely do that, you know. Um, so were you, you mentioned obviously reaching out to schools. Were you able to choose what schools got the umbrella process? After, after George's initial one, were you able to sort of say, I'd like this school to have it, this school to have it? Um, yeah, so so with the fundraising, we've picked the schools. Um, but obviously at first I was sort of, oh, we've got, a, we're going to get another school. So who can I, who do I know who maybe works at a school or do I have any teacher friends? I was sort of going that way first. Hmm. Um, and then it got to a point where I was just able to sort of email all the schools um, to try and see who would like one. Um, but yeah. It is just, it, I suppose, from their point of view, they've got to have time. They've got to have the staff, haven't they, to, to make the most of this resource, I guess. But um, from a parent's point of view, it's a bit frustrating when it's you're sort of offering it. You know, we're saying, here, have this this gift that we've fundraised for, um, and they're not interested. Mm. <laughs> but then the ones that are interested have been really supportive um, and have shared it with their parents, what George is doing and things like that. So I think that's definitely, it's like with anything, isn't it? You need your your sort of tribe on board, don't you? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, so I'm just conscious of, of the time. Um, but So obviously you said you have got some sort of plans. I'm assuming the plans are to carry on fundraising next year for more. Yeah, more, so more I mean, project. well, well, my sort of big dream um, would be to, I would really like to make a sort of foundation in George's name, if I could, um, because then it would sort of give us the opportunity to to fundraise and use the money in, in other ways as well. Um, so one of the things that we were looking at is there's a local artist um, in Coventry who does a lot of murals, um, and I've been sort of collaborating with her um, about doing this really big wall mural um and it's just just things like that just raising awareness but enabling us to do sort of different things and i would love 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 to be able to put on a running event um that would be amazing we have got rasselbrock um have been eric has been really lovely and the january event he is um letting us have a mile of the loop as a rawson mile um so he's letting us decorate it um fingers crossed <laughs> I haven't thought that far ahead yet. I need to really think about it. But um, yeah, so that was really kind of him. Um, and then obviously with you guys, we were able to do this virtual challenge. So it would be amazing if we could do an actual in-person full-on event 
I mean, that would be incredible next year. So I think if, if we did have like a foundation, we would be able to do more things like that because obviously the running is really important to me and George. Um, and then we might be able to collaborate with other charities as well because, you know, we sort of stumbled across the Umbrella Project. Um, but I'm, I mean, I don't know what other ones are out there. So it would be nice to find out what other charities are about or what they offer. Um, and also to be able to potentially get the Umbrella Project in other areas because obviously we've just stayed local to us but because we've met so many people online and grown this huge community it would be lovely for people to be able to get it in their areas you know um and I know a lot of people want to do their own challenges but fundraise for George so um I'm also thinking about potentially setting up like a group fundraising page where people can actually do their own fundraising but it will all be under this sort of same umbrella um so yeah lots of ideas just need to look into everything but um definitely want to keep going and and keep raising awareness um yeah if you do do the group fundraising let me know because i'm seriously thinking about doing something for oscar's school uh, for next Uh, year yes yeah i even know what stupid challenge i do and it's painful so you know people want to see me suffer a bit more than normal (laughs) I think that's what's really it'd be really nice to it's been so lovely that everybody's you know supported us being able to give our our local community that support but it would be really nice to allow people to do it for their communities as well um and obviously when we started we didn't know this was gonna turn into what it has so i definitely am going to try and look into that for next year because it would be nice for people to to fundraise you know for their for their own communities and for their own reasons but yeah, I was thinking actually, I think something that'd be quite cool is if you could, if you knew someone who you could write a little book with George being like the character of the ADHD you know what, child Dan, I've, and then that that. Go, get spread to the schools. I've actually written a little picture book. Yeah? Yeah, oh, I have. I did it um, a couple of months ago actually, okay. um, but I haven't done anything with it yet. Yeah, I'm always... <laughs> I'm like a rag. I'm I'm creative as well, so I'm like, yeah. I mean, and he's got all his merchandise now. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's little things like that that you know you could easily spread to schools and Mm. and it's not overly expensive either. And then you could, if you if you do set up a foundation, you can apply for funding and grants and all stuff like that, which will really help massively with your little projects. Exactly, and it and it would be amazing, wouldn't it, to be able to say like. I mean, we've done 10 schools this year. Imagine if we could do like 50 or something or 25 next year. I mean, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll wait and see. But yeah, definitely up for any ideas. Any Anyone wants to get in touch with me, please do. <laughs> yes, it's quite, um, I was say, it's quite interesting because I, I work for Norfolk and Suffolk NHS Foundation Trust. And that's predominantly like mental health and child mental health and all stuff like that. And they have uh, ADHD team. So I'm actually going to, I'm going to talk to them next week when I go in. I'm going to see if they are aware of any projects and stuff to see if they can get for you to help you to try and just so you know some channels to go through to get some contacts and get out there. But I I find it quite, um, it's quite scary really when you think of the, the time scale you've got to wait to get a diagnosis you know is do, do, do you think that's because of the covid that it's had that knock-on effect or do you think it's just because there are so many children out there now you know not not afraid to you know get the help as well mm, um i i think it's always been a long way in list um 
And I think it depends on how, I can't think of the right wording, but how sort of high level the child is. Um, So we've been told that George is high functioning. Uh, We get told that a lot, which obviously means that he can manage a lot of things. And they don't always see a lot of the things that he struggles with at school. He can mask it a lot. Um, But then when he comes home, a lot of it can come out at home um, because obviously that's his safe space and and we have his sort of safety. So um, sometimes it it does feel like you're butting heads a bit because you're seeing one version and and things like that can be quite difficult. Um, And then I think it's when they recognise it quite young. Um, I don't know if sometimes that can be a bit of a quicker diagnosis. I'm I'm not sure because it's all quite new to me as well, but... Um, I do think COVID has definitely added on. I mean, yeah. when I spoke to the SDND teacher at George's school, she said some of them are four years, which oh, is really? um, scary. Yeah. But but if we can even do little things like this, that are just enabling people to see that they aren't alone, that, you know, if they're going through it, they're not doing it on their own, that um, we understand and there's a community that understand and that they can reach out to. I think that's quite important. Um, yeah. And it's just it's just nice to be able to turn that negative of it being such a long wait into something positive by doing this because we've learned so much um, and it's just been from the people that we've met from from doing these these, these challenges and that's helped yeah. massively. I think that helps more than probably getting the diagnosis. To be fair. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it's quite quite a lot of stress on you yourself what what do you do to you know to have your time do you use your time with george on your runs or do you whilst he's um, at school do you, is that like your time um i think my my time was running obviously now i'm running a lot with george so um and then i have to be quite mindful i think of how much i'm doing so sometimes if i'm running and then running with george that's a lot of running <laughs> but yeah it's it's so important that I think um, I would just do it anyway, um, regardless of what I've got going on. But um, yeah, I think self care is important, isn't it? And as yeah, parents, it is. Yeah. Give a little bit of time as well. Um, and this has has sort of escalated and grown, which is amazing. But then what's wonderful is you know being able to meet you guys, being able to meet some of the other runners, and then them sort of taking on parts of it and I sort of feel like now I've got a little team and I'm not sort of doing it all on my own and a lot of people have said you know if you need help with anything and stuff like that so yeah that's been really really yeah. nice um and it's sort of you know even collaborating with you guys this month it's just nice knowing that there's the people sharing and and you know especially when you can't because you do feel the pressure to share people's runs when they're tagging you know they've gone out and ran for you and they're tagging you and you want to share what they're doing um but sometimes life gets in the way so yeah it's been nice having you guys on side and being able to sort of do half of that for me (laughs) yeah it's quite funny because we've always said people don't really know what goes into running like a little online community yeah and stuff it does take up a lot lot of your free time yeah i think it's about um having like you said thinking about what you need having your little boundaries having your little um maybe times where you turn off your phone or you think i'm not going to look after a certain time um i think things like that quite important aren't they because social media you can just get a bit caught up in it and before you know it it's been an hour and you thought you were going to go to bed and you're tired anyway and uh, it could have just waited till tomorrow. And I think there's that um, 
people want that instant life so instant now isn't it um yeah so it is important to press pause as well um but that's the lovely thing isn't it about running is that you can do that you get to go outside and sort of switch off from yeah. the world it is but I don't know about you, but like when we do these challenges, especially, I mean, we have our 5k Fridays as well, but I just feel when you see everyone out there running and taking part in these, it just makes you feel generally happy and yeah. it, pick, it picks you up yourself. And it also, it motivates me to get out there and go, even if it's just like run one mile or two miles, because I've seen everyone else going out. I'm like, oh, I've got to go out there as well, just to keep up with them. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a good motivator, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Especially in this weather as well, you need a every yeah. bit of motivation going don't you yeah and then if you see people in shorts then you, you know <laughs> yeah there's um, a still few crazy of us out there wearing shorts that's so funny yeah because because the only reason george wears shorts is because i think again to do with his sensory um hypersensitivity he doesn't he just doesn't own trousers he does not wear trousers um because he doesn't like the feeling of it on his legs and we've had so many disagreements over running leggings over long socks because i'm like please and i've had the school ring me and say you know it's really cold and you've sent him in shorts and i'm like i know but he won't wear them. <laughs> um but yeah he, he we've just got to embrace it now um yeah. but then to see you guys in shorts is 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 fun and yeah I think that makes it really good and he's like see it's not just me yeah <laughs> he's not the only one yet I was going to say, Simone, you mentioned um, Coventry, where you, you live in. That's not, I'm, in, I'm in Daventry, so I'm only like half an hour away from you. Oh, right. Oh, okay, Colin. Um, but there's a, um, just thinking to George might like to have you get my way, there's um, an obstacle gym in Dostill, which is probably about another 20, 25 minutes away from Coventry on the M6. So it depends where you are in Coventry, obviously. Um, but I've, t- I've taken Austin there before. It's only a short little course. The guys who run it are top blokes, like really nice. And you mentioned you like running around in the woods, climbing over things. You know, if, if you ever want to, me and Dan are probably going to try and make uh, an effort to go there at least once a month. So if you ever want to ask me to try something, you know, just let us know if you want to come around. Oh, yeah. Jump that would over be amazing. Or, you know, yeah. I mean, I'd, yeah. George is, yeah, he's quite uh, flexible and he's quite strong. <laughs> Even though he's tiny, okay, yeah. tiny right, but don't, mighty. Don't bring him down because he's just going to throw He'll, he'll so. show us up, yeah, especially yeah, in his shorts. Yeah, scrap that, scrap that. Yeah, yeah. In his shorts, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that would be amazing. That would be really nice. What, what's been lovely as well is um, because George is quite shy and he struggles meeting new people and talking to people that he doesn't know. And I mean, his confidence has grown so much from doing the running. And I think it's 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 wonderful just to see him meeting people that he's I know you're not meant to encourage people to meet people <laughs> that are online um but he when he meets people it, it's it's so nice to know that they're people that have been supporting him and it just makes it I don't, easier for him so um yeah I think he would definitely definitely love to meet you guys um that would be really nice no I was just saying did you say you're at the um Russell Buck in January Yes. Yeah, because that's what I'm, you're doing, is it, Colin? Where I'm in my pink. Yeah. In my so pink you can vest. Hear us on. Yeah. So if you've got loads of dinosaur themed stuff, I might be down that that mile rather than waiting at the yeah. pit stop for Colin. <laughs> yeah, I think um, so. Me and my mom signed up to do it, um, but we obviously want to bring George and Oscar, so um, we might have to like tag team in and out. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to do it yet, but we'll figure it out. Um, 
but yeah, it will be really, really nice. I think there's a lot of um, people going that have been doing the challenge. Um, yeah, so we've I think got a Jay dressed as a dinosaur faces. as well, haven't we? We have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, on the run? Yeah. yeah, he, yeah oh, amazing. Yeah, oh, he, wow. He, he, he gobbed off at the September challenge and lost to bet. So he came up with his own forfeit and it was to run that dressed as a dinosaur. But if he gets to 50k, we've got a forfeit. Yeah. So wow. I, don't know, I don't even want to know what that is. That's going to be horrible. So, oh, the George would love that then. That's amazing because um, Chris um, Disbot run, he um, ran as a dinosaur for George. Um, he did 100. He did 100. La- uh, can't remember how many miles he did now. Yeah, Sorry, track, Chris. He did a lot. Yeah, around the track yeah. again and again and again, which I think <laughs> is incredible because I couldn't even run around that twice. I don't think. Um, and he was dressed as a dinosaur, um, and he had two dinosaurs in case one. I don't know if he George named him. Uh, um, Purple Parker, um, and I think Purple Parker is no more. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was amazing, um, and we were able to go and sort of surprise him and cheer him on, which was really, really nice. Um, and one of the first sort of running things that George like events that George has been to, so that was really lovely to do that um, and to meet some people that have been supporting him. So yeah, the January event is going to be amazing. We're really looking forward to that. I've got, I've got this mental image of George stood at the sideline where you know one of those hit this hit this power signs or something yeah. you see at power events. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Sort of it. I can see him doing that. That or or he'll be freezing and in his shorts somewhere with yeah. a hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, just, just get him a dry rope and he can wear his shorts underneath that. Yeah, exactly. So, no, that, that's pretty. Um, I mean, I'm. I'm good with everything we've got. Is there anything, Simone, is there anything you want to sort of particularly say to anyone, or you know, did George want to come up and say anything? He, he didn't have to if he, you know, I'm just saying. If, oh, um, yeah. can you give me two minutes and I'll go and see if he wants to come down and say hello? Is that yeah, all right? Yeah, go and see if he wants to. So, who are we going to mug off for two minutes then? Ah, <sighs> what Spartan dub recently? Let's put some new obstacles in, I see. Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. them trialing them. Actually, I, I find it quite nice that they're looking at new obstacles. Yeah, that, um, that pyramid one where you go up, like, yeah. uh, mate, that looks horrible coming down. Uh, I've done that similar looks... at the OCR World Championships where they had rings. Yeah, I think, I don't know, mate. I think it's fast. So, they yeah, quite, they're they, going to they be look... slippery. On a wet day, that's, that's not going to be far, nice. Mate. That's yeah. looking like you, 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 get, you get on it and you don't get it properly. You're flinging straight back and landing on your back. Yeah, they'll put that right after a heavy carry as well. After two days or something like that. Yeah. So. Here he is, look. How you doing? Hi, George. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. You right? Yeah, I'm good. Good. You been enjoying the challenge this month? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, what's been your favourite bit so uh, far? Just having fun. Yeah? That's what it's all about, about getting people out there, enjoying it. We were telling you, Mum, about a obstacle course racing venue near you where you get to go run around and climb over stuff and swing on obstacles. Does that sound good? Yeah. 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 Is there anything you'd like to say to anyone, George, that's been on the challenge? Not really. Yeah, fair enough, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, George, I've got one important question for you. What are you hoping you're going to get for Christmas? What's your number one toy that you want? Um, A Pokemon teddy. Pokemon. Is there any particular Pokemon you like? No, just any. Big Pikachu, the yellow one. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Mummy. You, you know what to get him now for Christmas. 
George, thank you very much for coming on and well done for raising so much money for schools for the Umbrella Project. It's absolutely amazing what you've done this year. Well done. You should be really proud of yourself, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. See you, mate. See you later, buddy. <laughs> I say thank you to everyone. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> Love <laughs> that. Do you want to nah. say anything? No. <laughs> I'd have said the same as age. Yeah, I would. Have. I probably wouldn't even come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd probably say the same. Like, oh, you're so but... funny. Um, yeah, no, but I, I did want to say a massive, massive thank you to you both. Um, because, like you said, Dan, it's, it's been a hard month or so. Um, and to be honest, at, at one point, I thought, oh, I don't think if I've even got the energy to to do this challenge. Um, but actually, it's it's kept us going, and it's like I said, it's been a, a magical way to end the year, and um. It's definitely celebrated everything that we've sort of built and done. Um, and it's just made me smile every day, um, which is is massive um, at the moment. So I'm just so thankful and grateful and appreciative. Um, and yeah, so thank you so much to you both. Yeah, no, it's been good. So we appreciate you coming in and giving us ideas as well and putting it all together. And I really love the, um, the tree decoration we come up with as well. They look, they oh, look yeah. really cool. I did like them. Oh, so, yeah, so good. Hina, my lovely friend Hina, so talented. Um, and, yeah, we've got ours on our tree already, so hopefully everyone will be receiving them soon, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. yeah, such a nice, um, something different, isn't it? It is, yeah, it's and different a from a medal, and yeah. people can get it out every year and put it up. Definitely. I was going to make mine into a medal after Christmas. Pardon? I was going to make mine into a medal after Christmas, get another bit of string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you never know, we might have another version next year. <laughs> Who knows? That's it. Who knows right. what 2023 will bring? <laughs> if, if throughout, you know, 2023 or anything, if you, you know, want us to help out with anything, even if it's just sharing stuff, you know, or if you want to do a challenge or anything like that again, just feel free to, to drop either of us a message on our personal Instagrams or through Wild Runners and we'll happily help out. Or again, like I said, the obstacle gym, if you want to, find out when we're going if George wants to come along and have a mess about just let us know and you know you can put me in down to shame <laughs> brilliant as long as I don't have to do it <laughs> well I will get up you know there, there is you have got to have a go obviously <laughs> oh god <laughs> don't want to see me trying to climb over things um yeah no you you'll you'll be stuck with me and George now I'm afraid so yeah I'll be keeping yeah. in touch next year <laughs> Yeah, no I mean, it'll, be great, it'll be great to see you actually at Russell Walk as well. Yes, it'll yeah. Look, I'm really look. excited just to meet. Um, sorry. That's yeah, right. it'll be nice to meet <laughs> in person. I might not speak much during the race, but, you know, obviously before and after, I'll happily sit there. You know, a few of us are going to go out and have a bite to eat as well afterwards. So if you want to tag along. Oh, lovely. Again, feel free to um, come along. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Has no, it been all right? Have we I talked a lot, sorry. That's been oh, good. That's um, good. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm just going to say to everyone, thank you very much for you know for listening. Um, obviously, please check out Rawson George if you haven't already. You know, no times are hard. If you do feel like donating, obviously it's going to a really good cause. It's, you know, it's helping lots of children. So you know, or even just support it and share it just to help spread. Um, you know, the you know the awareness of it. But thank you for listening, and Simone, thank you very much for coming on, and please say thank you to George for coming on as well because that was really brave of him. That's it. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, cheers. And I would just add because it should go out in time, that um, 
hope all the wild runners now have a good Christmas with friends and family and we appreciate everything everyone's come on this year supported us throughout a few challenges as well um yeah you know you guys keep us going you know we could easily say we're we're not bothering anymore but you know we're happy doing it and we enjoy doing it get a lot of you know positive vibes coming back so we appreciate everything and yeah hopefully this challenge has raised enough now for george and he's hit his 10 10 targets this year mm, definitely is such a great you know feel glad to be a part of this to end the year as well sorry <laughs> sorry no but thank you for listening everyone and um yeah we'll catch you in, in the new year yep cheers everyone bye